like jazz, snake jazz. Yeah, Ooh, snake jazz. <laughs> no, it's like a a beatboxer, but can only do the hi hat. Like he- heavier middleweight beatboxer or bantamweight beatboxer. Bantamweight. Bantamweight beatboxer. Is that a word? Heavyweight. Bant. You don't know, never heard of bantamweight? No. It's like this. I think it's the smallest class of boxer you can have other than child boxer. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Bantamweight sounds like a, some tool that fucking Batman uses. Well, you know what a bantam is, right? Nope. It's a little chicken. It's like little, little, little stupid chickens that all these yuppies have in their yards around here. Like the little ones that lay like tiny colored eggs and they usually have like fucking like carrot top hair instead of like fucking like the comb like a normal oh, yeah. chicken. And they have fl- feathery feet. It's between 115 and 118 pounds. So that's pretty. That's, that's pretty a slim window, Johnny dude. That uh, bantam weight. That is about the same exact weight of our subject for today. Oh yeah. Is it, are we doing the bantam of the opera? Yes. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains, we fought in streams. Yeah, okay. Uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. Whoops, don't. Fiddle with knobs. He's Looks got, like you're not the he's got knobs around me, so <laughs> there's another tale. Yeah, of say, both, both fiddles of the knobs. Your, keep your hand off my knobs. Keep your hand off my knobs. <laughs> Bo likes touching knobs. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, how the how the West was fucked. Uh, fresh back from our excursion in uh, Beaver, Washington, where we had to. Kind of pack up the circus tent abruptly because of rain. Imagine that in yeah. the rainforest. That well, it, rain. I don't think it showed up on the actual recording, but oh. uh, it uh, yeah, it basically started raining and it sh- it shut down the recording device. So I had to reboot it and record the ending. But yeah, oh, it oh. like kind of perfect timing at the end of that. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. So we're actually back in in studio for the first time since in over since a year. The last time, which was yeah. a long fucking time ago. <laughs> Uh, we have the newer, lighter fighting rig, like, set up here, so it's kind of its second debut. Bantamweight. Yeah. So, Bantam if you don't like it how how it sounds, you can, uh, go fuck yourself, and this is the way it's going to sound from now on, so. You're getting it for free, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 200 of you. Yep. Um, so, uh, Tony... What does the name John Wesley finish it for me? Pardon? Fuck you. It's Powell, dummy. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, gotcha. We already did that Burned. J- I was like, were we doing this guy again? No, I was, I was, I was hoping you were going to try to yell at me for like repeating myself or something, but you didn't, but you still fell for it, so I win. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, John, John Wesley Powell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I got nothing. 
He started Powell's Bookstore in <clears throat> Portland? Yeah. He was a big fan of John Wesley Harden, so he changed his name. Changed his name legally. Have you heard of the Grand Canyon? Uh, rings a bell. That's in eastern Washington, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> one in Arizona. Oh, oh, they got one too, huh? Yep. Yeah, right the big on. fucking copycats. Yeah, just because theirs is bigger and real, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, uh, the, 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 basically, not the first expedition to try to go through the Grand Canyon, but uh, the first first one to mo- more or less make it. Succeed with most people. Oh, the first successful. Uh, say succeed. Borough tour of the I mean, Grand Canyon. what's the level of success if you just make it through? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can strap a motherfucker to a log and... Just let her buck, you know, but... That's the kind of the technology they were dealing with anyway. Well, but. they had kind of... We'll talk about the boats a little bit, but like... Uh, ooh, I hope... Did you did your research uh, uh, show you the names of the boats? Because uh, they bothered naming the fucking boats? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll get to that. hopefully I did. If not, I'll re- re-Google it real quick because I thought it was funny because... Yeah. But here's what we're going to be talking about John Wesley Powell today. And like we said, uh, he, uh, among other things, he's most he's most noted for uh, leading the first uh, successful expedition down the Grand Canyon. But he did others, other stuff, too, that we may touch on. But we're mostly going to ca- concentrate on the canyon part because it's the most brutal. So, uh, but I don't know where Will's probably going to start. He'll probably start at the beginning because that's logical. But uh, take it away. With your comic sense and lovely NPR voice. Ooh. Uh, Dateline, May 24th, 1869, in Green River Station, Wyoming. Ooh. Ten men in four boats started off to little fanfare. Because it's Green River, Wyoming, in 1869. It's like a buffalo watching them depart. (laughs) Uh, So they're going to go down the Green River to the Colorado and stay on it because they don't know exactly where it goes to. Uh, they knew that I was going to run through the Grand Canyon, though. He even claimed at that time, like, there's a lot of the shit I was reading said that even the Native Americans didn't know quite where it went because they hadn't bothered to follow it, though. Yeah, because like the Olymp- they're not stupid. It's like yeah. the Olympics all over <laughs> yeah, again. exactly. It's like, hey, what's on top of that mountain? Don't know. Don't care. Don't give a shit. Just uh, more mountain, I suppose. Yeah, like, uh, doesn't matter, Whitey. Or we ghosts. Have everything we need so, like, yeah, it's fine. We're not going to go find out. Uh, Powell was a greenhorn who barely knew the West. He was just a geology professor from a no-name college in Normal, Illinois. Normal, Illinois? Yeah. Yep. Cool. We, I actually had a guy in uh, my unit in Germany was from Normal, Illinois. He was not as normal as the name would imply. I would have seen. He had some... He was... Yeah, he was quite the... Card? Loose uh, cannon? I'm going to refrain from saying unkind things. <laughs> uh, he had to finance his own trip with the little money he did have. He was five foot six and 120 pounds, which was even scrawny for that time. Why, well, why did he weigh so little, Bo? Because he was missing a chunk of his anatomy. Yep. <laughs> he got his right arm shot off in the Civil War. Oh, okay. Gotcha. For you see, he was in the Civil War. And in the Civil War, many people got shot, including him. <laughs> History. <laughs> and then you know how they treat things in the Civil War was just prayer. Pour some whiskey down your throat and just chop it off because yeah. they 
had no uh, sanitary shit happening or anesthesia or any of that stuff. But yeah, are you gonna talk any at all about his civil war shit? Just a little, I just guess. Just a little. Or you well, can talk about it now. Okay, so basically, like his deal was like, um, uh, his dad was like a preacher, and his mom was, I think, just a mom. And whatever. Son of a preacher, man. But either which way, like at some point, he kind of just figured he was kind of an abolitionist, and he kind of figured, well, civil war is inevitable. Better start teaching myself about fucking engineering and shit. And so he did. And then when the civil war kicked off, he joined like artillery, you know, to be like cool guy back then. And apparently, started out as a private. Got uh, elected to the rank of sergeant major, which is not a thing that elected? happens. Yeah, like elected. Okay. Like they all like, hey, who, who should be the sergeant major? Oh, he should because he has studied engineering and military <laughs> tactics. Okay. Cool. Boom. And like within like what a month he was a lieutenant. Some crazy shit. Yeah. And then uh, what was it? Shiloh. He was standing next to a fucking cannon give, about to give like the order to fire and got his arm fucking shot off with a mini ball. Holy fuck. Or not shot off. It got shot. Just mangled it? Enough. Yeah, because uh, those fucking mini balls were horrific to get shot with. They were mm-hmm. fucking pretty large and pretty slow moving and they were just kind of like, you know, plucking out huge gobbets of your flesh and bone oh. as they go through. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So then, you know, they do the thing they do at the time and lop off your shit, but apparently he had, like, still kind of, like, exposed raw nerve endings for most of his life, so that oh, would be great. Oh, dude. They're just hanging out like, like, uh, what, like floss yeah. hanging out of the end where his arm used to be? But, oh, another important thing is, like, slightly before that, like, um, before he got his arm shut off, he also got uh, to take leave to go marry his uh, sweetheart, who was also his cousin. Another one of those deals. Oh, wow. We just did that one, didn't we? Every time. It's every fucking time they married oh, the cousin. Oh, it was uh, Jesse James. Yeah. He married his cousin who had the same name you as know, his mom. So did this guy. And then also when he got his arm shot off, he got special dispensation from the army that she could come with him everywhere and kind of be his other hand. <laughs> or like, you know, help him out. So Blew my jerking you know, hand off. Most of the time, like, <laughs> women were not allowed anywhere near most of that shit. But yeah, she had, they had like a doctor's note or whatever. <laughs> So she got to go be in the Civil War. <laughs> Thank God. Good for her. <laughs> Apparently, he was, like, kind of friends with Grant at some point, which is some... I think they gave him, like... They let him buy supplies at cost for the expedition. Oh, yeah. So one of, one of the things I read said the Army gave him shit. I don't see that happening. But no. They got to buy their shitty bacon and hardtack for, you know, Costco Imp- prices. Sure. Owner's so. discount. I don't know. Do you have anything to add about the military service part? Uh, it might be coming up, but I think you did a good job anyway. We can skip whatever I have. Good. Just because marrying your cousin just is yeah. a creamsicle on the fudge brownie. Yeah, we just had to be, that had to be brought up. But mostly it's important that you know that he only has one arm. Sure. And he's used to having his wife along to help him out like a fucking, like the monkey from Monkey Shines or like, <laughs> yes. you know. Ooh, scratch my back, you know, like, bring me my tea, you know, like, load this rifle. Is that animal housebroken? Uh, pretty much. She'll use her cage or the toilet, which she can flush. But, um, you'll probably step in something once in a while. It's one thing I don't have to worry about. Oh, my God. A cripple joke, you made a cripple joke. He's cured, huh? He's just fucking lighting, lighting matches and throwing them at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would be, she would be the one. Or, sorry, looking. yeah, she'd be doing it. God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Ellie, why are you throwing matches? Yes. Shut up, fucking hate you. Fucking hate you. Battle of Shiloh, motherfucker. Yeah. Tell me the fucking Civil War. Yeah. Asshole. Should be at the cotillions. Yeah. Anyway, but so uh, back to Green River, Wyoming, when the little band is. They're getting ready. 
1869 also marks the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad. Uh, but most of the Southwest was unexplored. Uh, Why was the, it unexplored, Will? Because it's a shitty hellhole. Fiery, yeah. shitty hellhole. Yep. Oh, so it <laughs> says here on this map, Bleeding Hellscape. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. But most of the, the, the thing with the Bleeding Hellholes is, you know, the United States had no interest in exploring the Bleeding Hellholes at that time. Because they didn't think, uh, oh, there's no lumber and there's no farming, so fuck it. This is how you get your Judge Roy beans <coughs> and shit. Well, it's before they knew about shit like uranium and stuff that they like to mine out of places like that now, and they weren't trying to actively drill petroleum. So they didn't give a level of fuck about it then. Yep. Now they surely do. But, uh, that. you know, then we'll get into why that is a little more later. But, yeah. Uh, Powell knew that there were four great canyons to pass through, Grand Canyon being the last of them. When they started out, the Green River set at 6,100 feet elevation, and the settlements on the lower Colorado were at 700 feet elevation. So that's descending more than a mile. Jesus Christ. But at what grade or what any what kind of falls are on it, nobody quite knew. <laughs> Feel my ears popping just They're about thinking to about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Powell or any of his men had never run a rapid. Uh, they had one life jacket between 10 men. <laughs> well, you know who got that life jacket? A guy with one arm. A guy with one arm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, even after Paul, up until World War II, only 250 people ran the Colorado since Powell. So, still virgin territory. Wow. But the newly completed railroad into uh, Green River Station allowed Powell to have his boats professionally built in Chicago and shipped to Green River Station. You know, Chicago, where they know all about running down the Colorado River and rivers mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> Is uh, this a story of, like, with a company that invented the Zodiac boat? No, because these are definitely non-Zodiac-y. <laughs> they were described in some of my research as shit that you would normally use to, like, ferry people across small streams. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. But they just had some watertight compartments, like... Like, yeah. Yep, they um then they weren't, well, we, I'll, I'll probably get to that, too. The, they went down backwards. What? Of course. I missed that part. Like, you know, you're used to rowing backwards. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody knew quite knew where they were going. <laughs> no, Nobody's didn't know quite what was coming figured out. I, just, I thought you meant the boats were going backwards. Like, no, because mm-hmm. they said there was, like, rudders on them and shit, but I don't know. So the opposite of what you should do, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seven of his guys, including Powell, fought for the Union. Uh, five of them were mountain men. Six were volunteers, and three men were paid. Yep. That math all checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Powell wasn't above fudging the facts. In a letter to the Chicago Tribune, uh, he said it was doubtful that the canyons were ever seen by man. That wasn't quite true since Indians have been living there for centuries. Yes, yes. But again, it's the 1800s. They don't count as people. Right. Yep. And they led the Spanish there in the 1500s. Definitely yep. don't count as people. And also there, were, there had been a, a expedition with a guy named Ashley like years before that they didn't make it very far. But they mm-hmm. like the Powell expedition even saw Ashley's name carved into the, the wall at one of the points. So Yeah, well, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. But, okay. Uh, um, what's his name? Beckworth pulled... Uh, Ashley out of the the river at, at some point. Oh, the way okay. To, oh, yeah. Didn't we talk about that? Probably. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Jim Beckworth. Uh, 1857 Army Corps of uh, Topography did a little mapping in the Grand Canyon, too. So even Whitey had been there before. Nope. 
You're full of lies. I'm the first one here. Uh, have to talk about his brother, Powell's brother, Walter. He was second in command. He was a Civil War vet and prisoner of the Confederates. Oh, boy. Uh, he was kind of half crazy with all he endured and bad-tempered. Uh, he deemed to be uh, deemed to be a, as useless as a piece of furniture by the mountain men of the expedition. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Jack Sumner was first among the rest of them. He was an ex-soldier guide who ran an outpost at Hot Sulphur Springs, Colorado. Mm. Uh, so Sumner also served as Powell's guide during the trip in 1867 out west. To color, That's one in Colorado? Yep. He that's led, one he uh, brought his wife with him, too. Yep, and they went up Pike's Peak, which Pike didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> uh the wife was the second woman to go up Pike's Peak, even though they thought that she was the first. And in 1868, he got another trip out in Colorado for uh, so they knew each other. Uh, Sumner enlisted the people he knew to go along too, uh, a guy named Oramel Howland. Oramel? Oramel. It's almost Gargamel. Almost. <laughs> almost Caramel. My sweet little Smurfs, I love you all. I promise I'll never hurt you again. Never, ever, ever. Papa Smurf, what's wrong with Gargamel? I smurfed him. He was a hunter and sometimes editor and printer. Mm-hmm. He was 36. He was the oldest. Uh, Oromel enlisted his younger brother, Seneca, Yep. who was 10 years younger. Sumner signed up another ex-soldier named Billy Hawkins. Or Billy Rhodes. Billy Hawkins is a proper mountain man name. Yeah. Rumor he was a fugitive for the law for some reason and joined up to keep ahead of the law. Follow me down the river, you fucking pigs. Fucking <laughs> 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 Coast Guard shows up. Yeah. Uh, he was camp cook for $1.50 a day. Ooh. So he was one of the guys that actually got paid. Yeah, but we're going to talk about the cooking, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me $1.50 a day and see what the fuck I cook for you. No. Yeah have the provisions they have and see what you're going to be able to cook for them. <laughs> and it getting wet. Well, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Bill Dunn was another mountain man who helped guide Powell. Uh, Powell recruited one last Civil War vet named George Bradley, who Powell said was tough as a badger. Like, edible-wise or like physically? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever had badger, it's pretty pretty tough. Uh, Paul had lured him out with the promise of getting him out of the army. Uh, two more guys rounded out the crew. That was Andy Hall, who was the youngest. That's the Englishman or the Scotsman? Uh, that's Frank Goodman is the Englishman who is just searching for adventure. Oh, goody. But Hall was kind of a young guy who was just kind of loafing around Green River Station. <laughs> <laughs> Some transient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, mister, where are you going? Yeah, he was kind of the cents. camp mascot there. Fuck. <laughs> Which, I don't know what camp mascot means on a boating trip without any women. I mean, I'll think about the Navy, British Navy. What are they? What was their old... Uh, Cabin boys? Well, their old uh, motto, like, sodomy in the lash. Or... When I first came to London, I was only 16. With a fiver in my pocket. And my old dancing bag I went down to the dilly To check out the scene But I soon ended up upon The old main drag There the he-mails and the she-mails Paraded in style 
Honey, old man, with the money would flash you a smile In the dark of an alley, you would work for a five For a swift one, not the rest, down on the old mind Oh yeah! <laughs> if it's on high seas, it yeah. doesn't count as gay or whatever. Yep. <laughs> they well, they made the mascot guy like uh, dress up in ladies' clothing and put on makeup, oh. and all the guys would jack off to it. That sounds fairly period accurate. <laughs> okay, master and commander. <laughs> uh, Powell and his brother were officers in the war. Uh, everybody else were enlisted men or mountain men, not used to taking orders. Or at least sick of taking orders if they were in the army. Uh, the mountain men had been guiding Powell the previous summers. Uh, now he was commanding them, so it kind of switcheroo of the roles there. They were off now. They're, now they're going down the river. Uh, easy at first. Uh, that part of the river they had explored before. Uh, did that didn't matter much though, because almost immediately one boat hit a sandbar in the middle of the river. Uh, what's the sandbar? That's ah, a place that lets 16-year-old kids drink. Oh, cool. So everybody got out and pushed, then ended up on the riverbank. But Powell's figured that the man's outdoor knowledge would en- transfer to boats. But if you're a mountain man, that doesn't say boat mountain man. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. is mountain man. Well, so you know how like your scuba diving training translates into like snowboarding and yeah, like, totally. skateboarding and... Elk hunting. Or know. like space exploration. As long as you do one outdoor thing, like if, if you're good at playing horseshoes, you, you're going to be good at rock climbing. You know, it's just... <laughs> Even if you have one arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, their boats were Whitehalls. They were a Whitehall. Is that a type of boat? Yep. I guess I didn't... Uh, they were built for speed, like Motorhead. They were used by New York Harbor Police and the criminals trying to outrun them. So just imagine a police chase on rowboat. <laughs> Stop. No. Yeah, that's so they were kind of sacrificed to speed for maneuverability. Ooh, okay, so it looks like what you'd row your sweetie around the duck pond in. Totally. In yeah, it looks like you're in, in Maine in like August. <laughs> I think theirs had. Um, yeah, it was more like this. It was like the uh, square fronted, or at least the ones I, they have pictures of the ones from the second expedition where it's a little more square fronted. Oh, I, okay. I think. And apparently, like the front portion and shit, they had like a waterproof hatch and then a waterproof hatch. So it's not quite as fucking Central Park fucking around. It does. It does like, look like kind of look like the boat that uh, what was it? The man with two brains. What? I know I've seen that. But, but he's like he's like rowing his girlfriend's brain in a jar around. Oh, yeah. Michael, I wish I could kiss you. I've been thinking about that. Really? Yes, really. I uh, bought you a pair of wax lips. I was gonna stick them on your jar. Uh, that's that's what you could think of for a reference point. Like <laughs> that's what the first one that popped the shit into my was head. Robots, in like, you know that movie okay. no one's ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> except for me and Will apparently. Whatever, man. Uh, they were twenty foot long, twenty one foot long, and four foot wide, uh, taking four men to carry one boat. Uh, the gear and food weighed seven thousand pounds. Jesus Fuck. Christ! That was food to last ten months. 
supposedly. Uh, that's what they got from the army instead of actual funding was the, the food. Leftover, probably <laughs> Civil War rations, which we all know how good those were. Yep. They were rancid to begin with, and they're five years old at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Powell's boat was lighter and faster, so he could scout ahead and find the best route. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would use hand signals to the other boats with what one hand. What the fuck? He has a liber- limited fucking vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he, at least he didn't have to row since he had one arm, but he was supposed to be the eyes of the group, I guess. Jesus Christ, <laughs> a white a white hall dinghy will cost you thirteen grand. What? Apparently, is it, is it from the eighteen uh, hundreds? It says real. Well, it's some Wayfair. <laughs> real. Overstock.com, Apparently, if you get a short five foot one, it's only two grand from Overstock. What the fuck? I don't know. I'm looking <clears> at these. Ooh, but you get a small Southeast Asia boat from Overstock for sixteen hundred. What the hell does that even mean? Small Southeast Asia sampan boat, red bottom, sixteen hundred bucks. Dope. What's the shipping on that? Danger. Where's it coming from? Like Indonesia. You have to row it yourself. Yeah, you have to row back home. No, you can hire a guy or several. Now, fuck that. Next boat I'm buying is going to be the uh, uh, what? The Fib flying inflatable boat. Oh, yeah, that's the shit. That's where it's Just at. Just a Zodiac with a wing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, $18,000 for a Chris Craft. Chris Craft will make you row, row. Ah, oh, it's just a painting. I was going to say, Lowe's is selling danger boats for like 200 bucks. <laughs> but just a painting, a painting of, of a danger r- boat r- for 200 bucks. R- rusty danger boat. <laughs> mm, that's, right. that's a good stage name, Rusty Danger Boat. Rusty Danger Boat, yeah. So they camped the first night. Uh, one boat was too heavy, so they left some of the bacon behind. Uh, that's in the desert badlands of Wyoming, so only one rabbit was to be had for dinner, which they were lucky to get that. Why didn't they just eat a triple helping of bacon? Need them. I know. Love handles to propel you. Yeah. Uh, they made about 10 miles the first day. Next day, they made it a few hours before running into trouble. Uh, three of the four boats running into the same sandbar. Uh, they stopped to chase some bighorn sheep they saw from the cliffs, but Good. that's easy. Yeah, yeah, super easy. They're known for their shitty climbing ability and <laughs> poor, poor balance. Yeah, and- yeah, and just overall friendliness. You know, the fuckers. You just go. <laughs> they come try to eat out of your hand. Yeah, come try to uh, eat your hand. But they did find a lamb that was sleeping, and Hockets threw it down to the men, killing it. Fuck. What the fuck. And the rest of the guys gave Hawkins shit, saying it was already dead. Like, hey, you already killed something that's already dead. But it was just sleeping, I guess. Or it, it could have been a rancid lamb. Just, yeah, it's just, the whole thing is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, uh, you know, the scene in Monty Python's when they're in the Holy Grail, when they're, like, catapulting all the sheeps and cows oh, yeah, and shit over the into, wall. Yeah, into the I'm just picturing basically that. <laughs> Uh, after four days of the easiest travel, they met with the junction of Henry's Fork. That was a bree- beaver trapping stream. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Let me guess which Henry that was named after. Oh, who knows? Probably Henry Henry. Yep. Hank Henry. Hank Henry. Ashley and Henry. Yep. Uh, now they're getting into the canyons, though. They're also hunting for fossils along the way, too. Uh, they entered the Flaming Gorge. Yeah. And came upon their first rapids. Fabulous! <laughs> uh, they made it through. Uh, and then a few more rapids. They were making good time. 
Then they came to a spot named Red Canyon with falls of 10 to 25 foot. Ha ha! <laughs> Have fun in your fucking wooden boat now. Yeah, <laughs> so in order to get around falls, what did you have to do? What's the word for it, Tony? Uh, It's the uh, grasshopper. No. That's not for falls, that's for... Oh, that's for sandbars. A, that's for like industrial grade fucking steamboats. B, that's for sandbars. If you grasshopper a fucking boat off a of 25-foot falls, that's <laughs> called, like, catapulting your boat to its <laughs> into splinters of wood. So would they have to, like, take the sidewalks a, or whatever? There's a word for it. What's the word? Mm. What's the word? I don't fucking know. Portage. They had to portage yeah, their shit. Definitely did Literally Portage Bay Cafe down here in Portage. So what, is, what happens when you portage you things? You carry your fucking boat around the waterfall. Oh, that's or, what I Or thought. the dam or that's whatever. That's what I said. Go down the sidewalks. Yeah, but there's a word for it, and we're supposed to be educational. Porridge. Got it. Not porridge. <laughs> Actually, they have to unload the boats. Oh, yeah, you have to carry portage it. all the shit that's in the boat as well. And kind of line it down over the falls, which is a form of portaging. Yes. Uh, it's like taking a safe down the stairs, though, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. Uh, once over the falls, uh, they had two men to pull it to keep it from going all the way down. Then carry the cargo down a few hundred feet of rocky riverbed. Uh, 800 pounds per man. Jesus not Christ. At the, not at, not once. at the same time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dead. Credits. Welcome to Hernia Springs. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is it called that? Uh, over boulders, of course. Uh, at one point, one man discovered the inscription reading Ashley. This is, must have been when General Ashley almost drowned and was saved by Jim Beckworth there. Yeah. And they called that the what? The Big Suck. Oh, the Big Suck. That's yep. right. <laughs> so basically, they, they've gone as far as other whiteies have gone so far. Mm-hmm. But Powell didn't know any of it at his time, just assumed that he was the first. This naturally occurring Ashley in mm-hmm. the rocks. There's some kind of insect, does yeah. this. For sure. Oh, look, I found this stone that looks a lot like a broken lantern and a tree stump that looks like an empty biscuit box. Uh, now the canyon opens up and the river was still fast and clear of mm. boulders, though. And traveling was nice. Oh, nice. Nice. The valley was Brown's Park. That was feature haunt of Butch Cassidy and the Wild Bunch. Okay. I didn't they- know he was in a band. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Butch Cassidy. Wow. It's like the Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. <laughs> A Brady Bunch. <laughs> Truly outrageous. Uh, they enjoyed the Pleasant Valley. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? The following day, they met a nice they headwind the going. the shitty valley, and they liked it much less. <laughs> the next day, they get a headwind, and going was sluggish. So that's the other thing, too. Even though you're going down the river, you still have to row from time to time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. I could imagine get pretty whipping. Well, you don't have to there. row once you get into the Colorado in the... <laughs> You know, the lazy part. Enjoy it well last, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they get into another steep canyon, though. Uh, Powell named it Lador Canyon. It sides going up 2,000 feet, so it's only half of a Grand Canyon. <laughs> uh, the rapids is much more increased. Uh, this is the most they've seen so far. Um, still novices. They knew what to look for, though. V-shaped stretches of water. V-shaped stretches of water. Will's literally doing hand signals into the microphone. So, okay. Uh, Stuff without any bumps, you know, that would indicate a 
rock underneath it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of like the Solduck. Yep. Yeah. So just look for rocks. Good tip. Uh, June 7th, one of the boats, the No Name. Yes. Uh, we should get to the other names of the yeah, boats, just, too. Yeah, just list off the name of names of the boats. So well, I don't knows. have it right in front of me. Oh, fuck, I don't remember. One of them's like some lady I don't know's sister, and the other one's named after his wife, I think. And then the other, what the hell? I forget now. You're, Is you're it literally monkey. some lady I don't know's sister? That's the name of the boat? No, it's called it's like, like the... Kara. Lag. Kiki Aniston's sister Clara or some shit like that. It's fucking weird. The whole that whole name. And the other a, one's the lady of the lady of the Grand Canyon. I don't know. I thought you were looking it's, it up. I'm trying to, you fuck, but you're <laughs> the one with the notes. Doesn't mean I took good notes. I just mean took notes. Okay, so uh, the one, of course, is no name. The other one is Emma Dean, which I think. Uh, it wasn't that fucking Paul's wife's name was Emma, or am I mistaken? Yes. Yeah? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And then Kitty Clyde's sister. Kitty Clyde's sister. The boat was called Kitty Clyde's sister. <laughs> don't, don't know what the fuck that means. All right. Okay. But then the other one, like the last one, is just called No Name. You, you, you have these fucking... Intricate names, kind of for the other one. Oh, what do you think about this? Fuck that one. Fuck name. that boat. No name. That's why it's the first one to wreck. It was disheartened. By- <laughs> <laughs> yep, it hits a rock and was tipped in. Uh, the men lose their oars. They hit another rock and the thing broke in two. So three of the crew had no life jackets. And they oh, went dude. in. Well, no, the crew had life jackets. Yeah. Pile. Uh, two managed to get onto the sandbar. Uh, Goodman was the man stranded on a rock midstream, which you want to be. Uh, one of the men on the sandbar found a branch and extended it to him, hauling him in. Now they have three dudes on a sandbar. Three dudes on a sandbar, <laughs> only searching for happiness. Fucking sitcom, man. <laughs> 1990s. Uh, this is all above the falls, so good thing they made it out when they did. Uh, their boat was smashed to pieces, um... Powell had signaled the no-name to land, but they must have missed the signal when they're fighting the waves. So gone was a ton of cargo. That was a third of the food. Uh, three my- rifles, maps, and many of the scientific instruments. Fuck. The Harlan brothers and Goodman lost all their gear, clothes, and bedding. Uh, Powell was pissed. He lost all three barometers, which is kind of important. What were they using the barometers for? To gauge how far they're gone, because they start out at 6,100 feet and got to get oh, down to 7,000. Well, yeah, how far they've gone elevation-wise, yeah, yeah not yeah. distance-wise, because that would be silly. Uh, they named them Disaster Falls for some reason. <laughs> Wait, but the falls didn't kick, fuck the boat up. It was the rock that did. Well, that rock's called Asshole Rock. So. Asshole Rock. <laughs> down at Asshole Rock. Yeah. Uh, the next day, Powell had the men search the wreckage of the boat and found the barometers intact. Now, that's where you insert the uh, fucking link from Zelda finding something. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh. They also find a 10-gallon jug of whiskey. Yes. Most did they, important. That they actually didn't have with them to begin they with? They didn't so. tell Powell that they took it with. Oh. It wasn't in the official list of shit they were carrying. Oh, that's perfect. Maybe. The- <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> Look, we found this bottle Ooh, of whiskey. This is rock that resembles a jug of uh, old number seven. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. We'll be right back.
Do you possess a thrill for adventure? Do you enjoy standing in freezing cold water for hours at a time? Are you trying to avoid creditors or jail time? Hi, I'm William Ashley for the Rocky Mountain Fur Company. We are seeking young able-bodied men to join our expedition up the Missouri. Pay is low to non-existent. Danger lose at every turn. Excel and Microsoft Word are a plus. So apply today. We're just hanging around the wharf in St. Louis. Caution, might be killed by Indians. So they've been gone only two weeks now, and they're already wondering if they had enough food for the whole expedition there. Uh, oh, this is the Civil War record. Let me read through it real quick. Uh, oh, yep. Uh, he had a stump. Yep. That's why I surmised that and give him problems the rest of his life because it would be all nervy and stuff. Yeah, because apparently they uh, amputated, uh, keep, I think they said... Right below the elbow, which doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, so he still has like a chicken wing? Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why, why leave all that there? You just like end it <laughs> at the humerus and all you know, right. then you just have a nice attachment point for any kind of inspector gadget, Dr. Claw fucking yeah. shit. They can steampunk your shit together. And uh, The fastest trip to the Grand Canyon, I just have this written here in the middle for no reason, was in 1983. That was 277 miles in 36 and a half hours. A lot of kick-ass snow melt in the Colorado there. Oh, so they could go over a lot of the big fucking rocks? Mm-hmm. It almost broke the Glen Canyon Dam. Uh, normally, it takes two weeks instead of 36 hours. Whoa. Oh. Holy shit. So, yeah, that's really ripping through. I want to see somebody do it in one of those fucking Zorb things. You know, like the big clear oh, the ball. hamster ball. Yeah. Yep. That'd be cool. I want somebody to make like a fucking expedition worthy one of those. Like basically you just put the person in there and throw like a bunch of trail mix in there and they can like, kind of like the cash tornado. The cash tornado, yeah. Yeah, you're just like sitting there trying to bite M&Ms and raisins and shit out of your <laughs> Zorb while Those Zorbs freak me the fuck out. I feel like I, I would have a full on panic attack if somebody showed me in one of those. Yeah, well, especially down the Colorado. Ugh. And that's the thing is the Zorb would have to have like a little drinking tube so you could like drink directly out of the Colorado yeah. as you like orbit. <laughs> you know, like every once in a while your little tube comes around, you're like, like sucking <laughs> as hard as you can. You're Probably had to be tinted too to protect you from the sun. Sure, yeah. Your brain would just be smashed the bits inside your skull. Well. <laughs> just from all the moving around. Didn't say it's a perfect idea. <laughs> actually didn't say it was a good idea. I just said I want to see it. It was just an idea. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of bad ideas that I would like to see. <laughs> Uh, June 10th, 1869, they make it through another canyon. Nothing but rapids again. Portage Gene made it only a mile that day. So that's how long it, you know, he could either go 40 miles in one day or just one mile in one day if you have to carry everything. Fuck. Uh, night or two after the wreck, the party came across some older wreckage. Probably Ashley's wreckage from earlier, they thought. But probably it was, f uh, from somebody else. Somebody else, uh died on that and it wasn't very encouraging that's that's real uh vague <laughs> oh the wreckage is probably from somebody else so somebody else died uh of course they weren't finding enough food either so they were worried about having enough food what uh, there's no game at the bottom of the giant steep canyon well they could see bighorn sheep but they were ungettable well no shit june 14th another boat was sunk uh lining but was not wrecked 
Bradley lost some books and photos, but got his notes back, but had to dry them out, which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, the river grew steadily worse. Triplet Falls, right there. They had to portage around the first falls. They lined down the other two. First of how many falls? <laughs> That's really, uh, really, really, really uh, uh, on the nose with their place names. Yeah. So, yep. Well, and, and their boat names. Yeah. The next uh, stretch, they name Hell's Half Mile. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's still considered one of the worst stretches in the country. Wow, with an inviting name like that. Uh, they lined down and lost one of the boats to the current of the river, burning their hands on the ropes. Oh, shit. You said they lined down? Yeah, lined, like uh, lowered it on ropes. Like, uh, like gotcha. you know, walked to the edge, just kind of... Except for, they probably... To me, it sounds like they had a bunch of shit still in the boat and they because they didn't want to unpack it and, like, do it the long way, so it was too fucking heavy. So it's like, ooh, you're just trying to, just trying to re- like, oh, you know, fucking cock grip that fucking rope, ugh. and it's just zipping through your, you know, it's Zip like the opposite of fast roping birds. out of a helicopter. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it takes four guys just to carry one boat, too. Yeah, and then when it's going down, I'm hoping they're wearing gloves, otherwise I can just... It'd be like a little mini wood chipper of meat just like spraying out of the fucking <laughs> palm of your hand. Yeah. Well, you know, just this whole trip, they've been half naked and, and wet the whole way. So just imagine that. That's how I like it. <sighs> <laughs> After a half mile chase, they find the the boat uh, caught in an eddy. In an eddy. Like, you look like you have a question, Tony. <laughs> well, I, I know what eddy currents are. Yeah. Like in that. Okay. Not like caught in like Ed, Ed and Eddie, like sticking out of like Eddie's chest or something. Or like. That'd be better. Or like uh, Meatloaf caught him on his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the day she was gone. Oh, he wanted this rock and roll porn. On the motorbike. They find it beat up but still floating, so they have to patch a nice sized hole in it. Some more rapids. Shocking. Yep. And then they camp in a nice spot of willows, sagebrush, and grass. That sounds like it's full of rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. Hawkins started a fire to cook. The men unloaded their boats. Paul went off to explore. A ghost of wind blew the embers around and started a fire. God damn it. I was about to... <laughs> I fucking knew it was coming. Mm, look at all this nice, tough, tall grass. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to start a fire to cook us some food. Does that sound good? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, within an instant, the camp was in flames. Yes. <laughs> uh, they couldn't run inland due to the cliffs, so they raced for the boats. So in the chaos, they kind of had to run through the flames, which singed their hair and beards. Awesome. <laughs> which after so a good, month, they probably had a, a, a pretty good beard after a month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hawkins ran with the food, but the fire had burned the rope, and... <laughs> And he had to run in the river after the boat. Uh, he took one step from shore and ended up uh, 10 foot of water. Oh. So now he has to swim after the boat while trying to carry some food. And then the river catches on fire. I'm not sure I could swim very far, like carrying a hot pocket, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like at least keeping it above water. You yeah. Know? They tried to go back, but the flames followed them down. Uh, or they tried to put back in the boats. Uh, they had to run a rapids, but they had that they hadn't scouted yet because they were being pursued by a fire. fire. <laughs> Jesus. They're going to do it the next morning. 
But they did make it through okay, minus some eyebrows and a hole burned in the bottom of one of the guy's underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Yosemite Sam. Ow! My biscuits are burning! Fire in the hatch! Oh, oh, eat great hornetoes! That's smarts! Uh, Powell's up on the cliff. You know, he's climbing cliffs with one arm. Just got to remember that. He couldn't see the smoke, but wondered what the fuck was going on, seeing the boats scattered down the rapids. That's got to be disheartening as, like, the group leaders. Like, I walked go, away go for get a five little, yeah, fucking yeah. minutes. Uh, they went back to see what they could salvage. Uh, lost a lot of their utensil, utensils, too, along with their food. Are the utensils made out of wood? Uh, apparently. Probably. Okay. All chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, top speed on a raft might be 30 miles per hour during peak volume in the Grand Canyon. Fucking hucking along. Most of the time, though, is five or six miles per hour. Um, World-class rapids are about 20 miles per hour. Uh, Powell and company had two men with oars facing backwards. Not one person facing forwards like today. Um, Some 20 years after Powell, a mountain man slash prospector, Nathaniel Galloway, had the bright idea of facing the rapids where you could actually see where you're going. Holy fuck. Dude, revolutionary. (laughs) It's kind of like back in the day when they used to, like, you know, try to do, like, set land speed records riding those big-wheeled bicycles backwards downhill. Yeah. Except for they didn't do that (laughs) because apparently they weren't that fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, they're using flat boats like they do today. Powell had boats with the keel running the length of the whole boat. Mm, It's great for rocks. So he's running blind at full speed. Uh, Tonight on Channel 13, <laughs> John, the John Wesley Powell story, blind at full speed. Then they meet up with the junction of the Yampa or the Bear River, uh, less steep canyons and smoother water. Uh, they thought there the river would improve, but now the cliffs become higher and higher again, and very little beaches to portage over. Now they would actually have to run a lot more rapids. They were lining a lot of this stuff because they are scared, mostly. Uh, the Yampa's combined water erased all the beaches. Uh, at times they had to hold the lines from a catwalk 50 foot above the river. Fuck. So you'd have to get on a, on a boulder way the fuck up there and, and line it down. I don't have to do fucking anything. <laughs> uh, this is a present day da- dinosaur national park though, which oh, is yeah, still popular yeah. with, with rafting there. So. Yep. And with paleontology stuff. Yeah. Uh, slightly further south, they would hit Canyonlands National Park. Mm. Uh, I wonder what's there. <laughs> Tropical paradise. June 23rd, they actually shoot a deer. Uh, 2,000 foot up on the canyon. Oh, good. Uh, well, you just throw it off the cliff like you do with the land. Then <laughs> right. you got you got ground venison. Well, you just pick all the bones out. You don't really have to, yeah. like, you know, you just mm-hmm. pull out chunks of bone. Yeah. Like Stall. deboning a fish. Kind of cut the butthole out and just shake all the slurmy meat out of the <laughs> out of the meat, like the fur sack that you have. No, you, yeah, it's like a toothpaste full of meat. There you toothpaste go. Tooth yeah, full yeah. Of meat. yeah, you just roll it up like a sleeping bag and all this fucking meat and bone and shit just comes shooting out of the butt pipe. Uh, but you divide that between 10 men, that would disappear in a day or two at the most. Uh, then they come to the junction of the Unita River. Unita. Unita. Uh, that was home to the United Agency, which was the only... Definitely sounds like some MCU shit. Yeah, the United Agency. Are you from S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, we're from United Agency. Uh, that was one of the few uh, peoples run along the river. Yeah, which I think they're 
pretty much everybody down there is kind of like offshoots of the Utes, aren't they, more or less? That was just a few wooden huts, but that would be the first humans they would see in, in months. So they could replenish supplies. But before they had to get uh, had to navigate in through the split mountain canyon, which basically split a mountain. So it's not just a clever name. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But a few portages later they were into the Unita Valley and now into Flatwater. So now they had to row to move. Which was not as dangerous, but you know, it's a lot more work. Uh, they've been on the river one month and three days and roughly made it uh, 350 miles. Holy shit. Or at least that's what they thought. In reality, it was 258. Ah. Colorado Junction was another 245. Uh, June 28th, they pulled into the junction of the Unida River. Uh, the men wrote letters home into newspapers, though newspapers back east reported that they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get the? Did you see the thing where the one guy like was claiming to be one of them? Oh, uh, probably a guy named Risden. Yep, just completely made up a story. It's like walking around some Easter city. Like, oh, I'm the only survivor of the Powell expedition. Oh, blah, Jesus blah, 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 blah. Like wasn't even there. <laughs> and meanwhile, the Powell expedition is still going the fuck on. Yeah, like, still on the fuck going. Wow, I said the same thing backwards. That's all we do here. Uh, It was a 40-mile trek up the Unida River to the Indian Agency. Uh, July 5th at the agency, Frank Goodman told Powell he was leaving the expedition. I don't know why. This isn't working out. Where the fuck is he going to go? They're in a canyon, right? He's in the Indian Agency. He can just stay assimilate. Mm -hmm. Buy a plane ticket from there. Oh, he just isn't that the guy that just like lived with him for years? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. He's he like, lost nope, all his gear and clothes. Uh, he had seen enough adventure. This was the guy from England that was just there for adventure. <laughs> At the agency, there was few people there. Dodd's agency top man was away buying stuff because they were low on supplies. Oh, it's a perfect time to buy supplies when the people you're trying to buy supplies from is low on the supplies. Yep. Yeah. But even if they had money or had supplies, Powell had a little money to actually buy any Man, supplies. I wish I had a time machine. I'd just go back there with supplies and have a supplies store, and I'd supply the suppliers with supplies for the expedition. Yeah, dude. Yo, supplies! Supply the suppliers. Make like 40 bucks for like 80 tons of cargo. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back to the future. Invested in betting on the Cubs to win the World Series. I bet the buffalo will be extinct in three years. Yeah. Uh, Powell got 300 pounds of flour. Everyone assumed that they had someone at the boat steering. But with 10 dudes and four boats to start with, that doesn't equal three men per boat. <laughs> if you have two men rowing and one steering. When he, apparently, like, Major Powell would just stand on the fucking, like, stand on the bow of the shit whenever he could and just be, like, supposedly scouting ahead for rapids, you know? Like, he's getting a better vantage point. Like, if you're seated in the boat, you know, you can only see so much, but if you're standing up, that seems sketchy as shit, though, too. Fuck like, yeah, dude, but, especially uh, hitting rapids and shit. Yeah, but, well, he's he's looking for rapids, and it seems, oh, to, be, okay. it seems to be helping a lot, too. It's doing a, doing a bang-up job there, buddy. Got one. Yep. Hey, old River. Uh, then they make it two miles down the river and find a garden growing on an island. Oh, it must be 
a magical fairy garden that we should just yep. pick shit out of and nobody will be pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the young guy, the mascot, Hall, told the crew that potato greens made a good lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something tells me that they don't. Uh, and, well, have you ever, when you, you know, you've had gardens yeah. before. Uh, is that a thing that you do when you do potatoes? Nope. Just like chop off the greens and eat those? Nope. Why don't you do that? I feel like they're poisonous. They're pretty poisonous. That's deadly nightshade, family. Yeah. It also contains a hallucinogen uh, solanine. Solar nine. Solar and nine. so they're bent over pretty much after about a mile. <laughs> uh, next morning, they take off and enter another canyon, uh, this time with very few side canyons, so they're really hemmed in now, so just have that feeling of being trapped. Yeah, you're just kind of on the highway to the danger zone. Uh, next day was even worse, the river even rougher. They named this the Canyon of Desolation. Mm. <laughs> uh, Powell and Bradley what about, went... What about the Swamps of Despair and the, like, what's the shit from Never Ending Story? Like, is that what you... Oh, the Swamp of Sadness? Swamp of Sadness, yeah. that's what it was, yeah. The peak of Hungry Man Dinners. Yeah, yeah. Health benefits of sweet potato greens. Sweet potato is not potato. Yeah, no, I know, it's, Even like eating raw potato, I think can make you like the the tuber part can make you sick. All I can find is sweet. uh, It's everything about sweet potato. Yeah, because like that's probably something you can actually eat. Hey Siri, how do I poison myself with potatoes? I am truly sorry, Bo. I do not wish to be implicated in a manslaughter case. Yeah, solanine. Like even yeah, even even uncooked fucking tubers like. Sola fucking mean. I'm just trying to figure out if it gives you like diarrhea or. Oh, it, uh, headaches, nausea, diarrhea, and death in extreme cases. Oh, there we go. Cha, cha, cha. It's the fucking, uh, the Pepto Bismol song. Yeah. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Oh, I death. thought that was the toppings that go on a Big Mac and <laughs> special sauce and a sesame seed bun. <laughs> So, Paul and Bradley go up to the cliffs to measure their heights because they're on a scientific expedition. I'm five foot six. This says that you're seven foot one. How do you, do you remember that? Paul's five foot six? Yeah. Good job. Wow. 120 pounds because he's missing an arm. Yeah. Uh, so, they go out without ropes or safety gear. They start up a gulch, then along the wall, about six or 800 feet up. They were met with a sheer precipice. Wait just a second before you finish this off, because I know where this is going. You said without safety gear. There is there is no safety. Like, what the fuck would safety gear be? I think they'd bring a pickaxe with them, maybe, to, like... Or a rope. Well, you said without ropes or safety gear. There's no, like, Condoms. what the fuck else is there? Yeah. <laughs> they both got sheepskin condoms. You're, you're implying, like, shit A exists that is safety-related, and B, that they had anything like that even on this expedition, much less with them, so... Just saying. Helmets. Uh, they find a route, They, a but route. they had to climb passing the barometer back and forth. They make it nearly to the top, but Powell made a leap, got a foothold on a crevasse, crevasse, crevice. It's not a crevasse until yeah, you fall just, into it. Yeah. And grasp an angle of rock over his head. So he... With one hand. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like Will kind of glossed over Powell's normal climbing method with his one arm because uh, he does describe it at some point. He kind of does the shit where you like brace your back up against one piece and then like kind of walk up like, oh, like, like wedge like, yourself up between. Yeah, yeah, he, he kind of did a lot of that kind of shit, which is fucking pretty impressive. But you yeah. know, it has its limitations. Absolutely. So he's stuck. Uh, couldn't go f- back or forth. Yells for Bradley for help. Uh, Bradley crawled around and got above him, but could not reach him. Just like Cliffhanger. Yep. Don't use my name, goddammit. Powell began to get spasms in his feet. Uh, Bradley was only wearing a shirt and long underwear. He stripped off Aww. his drawers and lowered them down to Powell. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were... We be- here. <laughs> no, they smell too bad. Yeah, yeah two-month-old, just shit-stained fucking... <laughs> You know they probably had some bilious pills or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he lowers the drawers down to Powell, but they are behind Powell's head. So now he has to let go with his one hand, lean back, and grab the long underwear. But it did work, and Bradley pulled him up. Holy shit. Then they continued the way up. So from the top, they saw they were about half done with the canyon and had more dangerous rapids lay ahead. That's got to be so awesome. Fuck. You're just beat to fuck and like, all right. So we got to be nearing the finish line here. And you just like look out and it's like. Nothing but rapids. Just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, that's white water. That's white water. Oh, it looks like a lovely falls there. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no beaches. Oh, yeah. This is going to be fucked. Uh, Paul continued to insist on lining and portaging. Because it's, it's a lot safer, but a lot more work. Uh, this got on the rest of the crew's nerves as overcautious. We want to fucking die in the rapids. <laughs> uh, but he, you know, Powell's the guy responsible, so it was his word. He's the responsible party. Uh, if he lost another boat, the expedition would be fucked. Uh, lining and portaging were punishing bruising. The more they did it, the uglier it was. The more you get sick of it. The morning of July 9th was the wildest so far. Nonstop rapids for 20 miles. Yeah, nonstop rapids, 24 hours a day. <laughs> You're at K-Fucked. Yep. Uh, a few days later, Paul's boat broke two oars. Now they're down to only one rower. In another set of rapids, they barely missed a bowler, but a wave rebounded against it and filled the Amadine up with water. It started rolling over. Uh, Powell found swimming with his life jacket uh, easy, despite having only one arm. Well, this, I don't know what you guys are complaining about. This life jacket uh, isn't impeding my one arm at all. You don't fuck life <laughs> But the other guys were holding on to, pushing it to shore, made it a crash landing on some driftwoods. Also, wasn't this the time when life life jackets were pretty much just like you'd sew a bunch of cork into a vest, so they were like kind of like stiff and. I think I it was you just cork. used the corpse of another guy or something. Well, that's I'll fill them up like with air. Yeah. yeah, like the beaver. The trick is to use your tongue to open the sphincter, like to be able to <laughs> blow air in, and then pinch it off with your teeth to keep it from expelling. Or so I'm told. The evolution of the life jacket. Oh, Echo Canyon rafting. Oh, let's finish with that. Oh, Jesus Christ. The early history 
of the personal flotation well, device. I think they used to just take a keg and tie a rope to it. Look at these fucking guys. Oh, wow. That's that's very dignified. There's nothing to stay puffle, puff marshmallow <laughs> man about that. Ancient gypsum panel dated to 860 BC. Gypsum? Yeah, that was mm. like the oldest uh, self uh, personal gypsum? flotation device. Does gypsum float? I, I know it's so. scritchy. In gypsum, a lot of like your drywalls compose of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently, like in the until the early 1800s, people would use uh, animal skins, animal bladders, and hollow gourds that they would fill with air. Yeah, and maybe hang off of themselves. <laughs> oh, you were right. Yeah, so in the 1800s, uh, the Sporting Magazine is what it's called. There we go. There's a cork life vest. Yep, they started making cork vests. It literally looks like a fucking suicide bomber, except, yeah. except for instead <laughs> totally. of the sticks of dynamite or some shit, it's all just like uh, things that of looks cork. like Captain Ahab, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, plus he's got like medals of what the who the hell is this guy? It's bad luck to kill a Kind of looks like <laughs> shitty cosplay, like samurai armor, really. Yeah, kind of. Oh, does. wow, there's, there's a guy. Holy shit. B. I kind of want that. Like, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd wear that to, like... Path helmet and everything. No, that's a Gorton's oh, Fisherman a, hat. Yeah, never mind. It's just made out of, uh, what's that fucking shit? Um, Bakelite. No, uh, not parfleche, uh, fucking... What the hell did they put on the tarps where they sleep in it? It was like, um... Beaver? It has a really stupid name. No, it's pretty much just, like, straight-up fucking, like, rubber. You, oh, okay. you take like a nice, like heavy ass tarp and make it twice as heavy, and then still have to carry it around with you. But at least it'd be waterproof. But I can't, can't remember what it's called. I'll figure it out later. Cool. Uh, I've had too many rapids. Let's fucking cut this bitch off. Too many rapids. Too many rapids. And okay. then I'll, I'm gonna go buy some beer. Okay. I'm gonna buy some more beer and okay. have a cigarette. I'm gonna buy some more beer. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to buy more beer than you. I'm just gonna buy some more beer. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Oh, beer. And then. We'll come back next week and finish up this epic tale of uh, exploring the uh, Grand Canyon. So we'll uh, be drinking beer for a whole week straight. I got to buy a whole week's worth of beer right now. Well, I mean, yeah. We'll we'll break the fourth wall. It's like, yeah, we're going to record it all in one segment. Uh, Yeah. Oh, man. You're just outing all our secrets. No, I haven't showed them like the little box we keep you locked in. Between episodes. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, till then, we're going to go out in a hail of rapids. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Gunfire. <laughs>